Amen. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse 1. Enough silliness. Let's go ahead and get the word of the Lord today. Thank God for the touch of the Lord. Oh, I love these messages. They've been so, so wonderful. They've touched my heart. Praise God. And I'm grateful to be a child of God. Ezekiel chapter 37 and verse number 1. When you find it, you will know um, that it has been preached on a lot. And, uh, but nevertheless, amen, this is where I feel to go. Ezekiel 37 and 1, the hand of the Lord was upon me, carried me out in the spirit of the Lord, and set me down in the midst of the valley, which was full of bones, caused me to pass by them round about, and behold, there were very many, somebody say very many, in the open valley, and lo, they were very dry, somebody say very dry. There were very many and very dry. And he said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? And I answered, O Lord God, thou knowest. And from that precipice, from this point, amen, from this little diving board, we're going to leap off, amen, into the word of God Amen. And I want, to, I want to talk to you a little bit. We're going to title it simply, O Lord God, Thou Knowest. Thou Knowest. Hallelujah. Amen. O Lord God, Thou Knowest. Hallelujah. Amen. I believe I'm going to be able to tap in today. Amen. Of what got our church to where it is today. Hallelujah. Amen. Oh God, you know. God, what can happen in this church? Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Hallelujah. I tell you, I'm going to lean on him tonight. Anybody going to lean on the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, let's worship him one more time before you're seated. Ask God to talk to your heart. Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. The hand of the Lord was upon me. I want the hand of God on me tonight. Amen. God, carry me out, Lord, and show me what you want to do. Amen. In Jesus' name, God bless you. You may be seated tonight. Praise God. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, amen. My pastor uh, was a dreamer. It's been said here tonight, and he was a dreamer. And uh, not many people understand dreamers. Amen. Joseph was a, a dreamer, and he was so misunderstood. And he paid the price because of his dreams. Uh, when his brothers threw him in the pit, and they sold him into slavery, amen, one man, one of his brethren said, amen, now let's see what will become of your dreams. Amen. I'll tell you, amen, we can stand here at the churches of these pastors uh, and those that are evangelizing uh, and the many souls that will be saved uh, and will cross over Jordan's rolling tide uh, and will be able to stand before the Lord and hear the words, amen, well done, 
thou good and faithful servant. Amen. That is what has become of a dream. Hallelujah. The dream of a man of God has got to be greater than his local congregation. The dream of a, of a pastor, a man of God, has got to reach out into the city, has got to reach out into the dregs of society. Amen. Has got to reach out even to the rich and the poor because God is no respecter of persons. Hallelujah. I want that kind of a dream. I want that kind of a vision. Hallelujah. Amen. You may not understand me today why I do what I do, but I'm here to tell you, amen, when it all boils down, amen, I want God to say, well done. Well done. You may not agree. You may not say that, but I'm not looking for your applause. I'm not waiting on you to give your affirmation. I want my Father, my Heavenly Father, to say, well done, thou good and faithful servant. Hallelujah. If you feel that way, amen, let the Lord know. Clap your hands and praise him. Praise God. Amen, Ezekiel. Amen, was a dreamer, and he only saw what God caused him to see. Amen. You cannot see things that God doesn't allow you to see. Somebody said, I want to see revival. Well, it may not be the season of revival. It might not be the time of harvest yet. It might not be a time even where you're going to see fruit on a tree. Somebody's got to break up the fallow ground. Somebody has got to be a planter, got to be a sower. Amen. Somebody has got to be a caretaker. Somebody's got to keep the weeds out. Somebody's got to build the fence. Amen. There's a lot goes in, amen, to get in a vineyard for the kingdom of God. Praise God. But I've got that kind of vision today. Amen. My vision is bigger. Amen. That is has ever been before. Hallelujah. I'm not just seeing a small church. I'm not just having pipe dreams today, but I've had God carry me to a few places. Amen. I've seen what God can do, and I want God to have glory. Amen. For all that I do for his kingdom. Praise God. Amen. I want that sensitivity. I want that sensitivity to be able to be carried out in the spirit. Amen. If our pastor had, amen, one trait, amen, he had that sensitivity to follow the Holy Ghost. We're not perfect men, amen, but we need to be sensitive men. I said we don't always have all the answers for every man's problems. But we can be sensitive to God, and if God lets us see it, amen, we can see it. Amen, if you put blinders on our eyes, amen, we, can't, we have no answer for you until God even opens that vision. Praise God. Oh, I tell you what we need. We need men of God with an open vision. We need to have even a spirit of discernment. That's exactly what Brother Davis told us. He said, Brother, men, he said, I'm going to tell you, you can have a lot of gifts in the kingdom of God, but there's one thing you ought to ask God for, even it's a spirit of discernment, and we need that discernment here today. Praise God. We need that discernment to be able to do the things, amen, that we desire to do in the kingdom of God. Praise God. Amen. I told Brother Riggin, I said, you know, you know, Brother Riggin, he's, he's a book writer. I think the man's brilliant. I think he was valedictorian of his of his class at Bible College president, all the rest of that. Well, I, I you know, I graduated in 
in the top of my class. I was in the top of the bottom half, amen, of my class. And, uh, amen, I told him, I said, you know, I, I don't have that polish and finesse. I said, I'm just like an old gunslinger. I got my guns tied down low, amen. Hallelujah. Well, amen, I'm ready to just run the devil out of town. Praise God. Amen, let's run the devil out of this place. I said, let's have a little victory here tonight. Hallelujah. I said, let's have some victory. The devil said, you can't have it. Amen. That just means, amen, you're a liar. Amen. Everything you say is a lie. That must be there's something around the corner. Amen. That's God's got ready for me. God, show me how to have it. God, show me how to get to where you want me to be. You got to have that sensitivity in the spirit. I said, you got to have that sensitivity in the Holy Ghost. Praise God. Amen. Amen. There are some safe crackers. Amen. Back in the olden days, the only way they knew how to open a safe was by dynamite. Amen. They're going to stick a stick a dynamite, light the fuse. Uh, amen. Take a few paces back and hold their ears. Uh, amen. That's going to have a lot of carnage when it's all said and done. But there were certain men, amen, that knew how to approach those, that old safe. And they would take their a file or some rough surface and they would... They would work on the ends of their fingers where all the nerve endings are until they're almost bloody raw. And they'd reach up and they'd touch that dial. And they'd close their eyes and they'd begin to turn that dial. And they can feel the tumbling. That's the kind of sensitivity that these men of God have here today. Hallelujah. I want, I want to be able to feel after God. Hallelujah. Hey, God, let me have a sensitive spirit. God, create that clean heart in me. Amen. I don't want calluses on my heart tonight. Amen. I want God to create that clean heart in me. Hallelujah. Amen. Come on, anybody. Can you put your hand on the Word of God? Amen. And God talk to you. He, he said, I've been reading the Bible. I read it from cover to cover, and I just don't see what you see. I'll tell you what, you're not going to get this with dynamite. I'll tell you what, you have to you got to find your prayer room. You're going to have to find a place of dedication. You have to fast and get that flesh under subjection. I'm not going to preach to you. Amen some lollipop religion. Amen, where everything is sweet and cotton candy. Amen, there's a death involved in this. Amen, there's a lot of sacrifice that's going to be involved in this. You want what we heard us talking about? It's going to come with a price. Amen, you're going to have your fingers raw. Your hearts are going to be hurt. Amen, you're going to have a lot of trouble in your life. But I'm going to tell you the result is you'll be able to walk in the Spirit. And when the Spirit begins to move, amen, oh God, let me feel the tumble Amen. Of this church service tonight, let me find even the complete will of God. There's a soul that needs the Holy Ghost. Amen. There's a saint that needs a miracle. There's a prayer that's unanswered tonight. And if the Holy Ghost will have its way, everybody's going to walk out of here and say, "Look what the Lord has done." Holy, 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 holy God. Oh, somebody, even get a hold of this thing tonight with me. I knew God can do anything. God, you know. But God, I need to know. God, I'm waiting on an answer tonight. God, show me. Show me, show me, show me. Hallelujah. 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 Sore conference, you can be seated, strengthening our apostolic roots. I realize that Ezekiel's boneyard has been taught and preached many, many times before. 
But for this conference, I want to approach this subject specifically for the SOAR conference tonight. One of the common denominators of the ministers from Balt Springs Church is that we all were influenced by a man of God, amen, who was great in faith. Amen, you've heard it said over and over. I, I, all I can say it, you may not understand it. Amen, but when you're in it, when you've got a hold of it, when it's got a hold of you, it's like standing on the side of a stream, standing on the side of a river. Amen. And you're watching that river flow by and said, wow, that's powerful. Amen. But he taught us how, amen, to step in. Amen. He taught us how, amen, to get in and get wet. Amen. Once you got in, what you didn't realize that beneath that surface, that looked calm, there was a current. Amen. How many Sunday nights did we come to church and we stepped on out by faith and we got caught up in the current. We didn't walk out the same place in the same way. I tell you, that's what we need here at the SOAR conference. God, let the waters flow. Let the power of the Holy Ghost come tonight. Amen. You can sit there on a pew. Amen. And just speculate, or you can step on in. I said, You can step on in. There's a miracle here for somebody tonight, but it's not going to happen if you're standing there gawking, amen, wondering what time is going to be, what's going to happen at work tomorrow. I tell you what, you ought to do let all that be outside tonight, and let's go ahead and say, God, I'm willing, I'm ready. Hallelujah. I want to get my feet in the water, amen. Oh my God, you feel what I feel here tonight. Anybody feel what I feel? There's a deep moving current. Amen. If you're unmoved, you're unstirred, then you're dry. You're on the bank. Somebody step in. Somebody move. I challenge you. I challenge you tonight to do more than you've ever done. I challenge you to do more than you've done all month, than you've done all week. I challenge you today to step out in faith. I got a lady in my church that said, Pastor Riley, I want to move closer to the church. Amen, but I don't have enough money to afford that kind of house. I'll say, tell you what you do. You get in a ransom pass. You drive around. You find a house and say, that's my house. That's my house. You find it, you call the number, and the man says, uh, this is how much it costs, uh, and if it's too much, uh, you just tell him, I can't afford that, but that's my house. Uh, and you claim it, uh, amen, and you start packing, because God is going to give you that house. I'm talking about getting in the water. I'm talking about catching the current. I'm talking about not sitting back and being a speculator, but be a participator. Amen. Somebody got to understand this thing is more powerful than what you've ever understood, what you can dream. Hallelujah. Amen. Our man of God was great. Why was he great? 
Amen. What was great about him? Because he had a vision of what was not yet. Amen. But he saw what could be. Amen. And what would be. And when he saw mountains, and God said, can you still have a move of the Spirit? He'd say, oh, Lord, thou knowest. Thou knowest. Hallelujah. He learned to trust in God. Amen. It's not rocket science. It's spirituality. It's getting in the move of the Spirit. Spirit. Oh Lord God, thou knowest. Thou knowest. Somehow we got to get what God knows or what He wants us to know to get it here. We got to get it here. We need to know, and you can know. Hallelujah. We use it as a crutch. I have not seen nor ear heard, neither hath entered the heart of man the things of God prepared for them that love him. See, I just don't know. Maybe not, but he does. And if you get close enough to him, I said, if you get close enough to him, he'll tell you. I said, he'll show you. Oh, yeah, he'll show you. You say, oh, not me. Amen, I'm just a Sunday school teacher. Not me. I'm, I'm just a saint of the church. Quit saying that. Amen, you're one of God's chosen. You're one of God's peculiar people. You're a holy nation. You're a royal priesthood. God didn't put you in here to be a Pentecostal pew potato. He didn't want you hanging over that, that pew like a bunch of drapes from Sears. You know what he wants? He wants you to get close to him and say, God, you know, God, show me. You're telling me that I can do all things through Christ. I don't know how to do it, but you do. Just show me. I'm a willing vessel. God, I'm here to yield myself in the Holy Ghost. Oh, holy, 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 holy God. We got some dry bones in the house. You know what our pastor did? He went to Bulk Springs. Even there was a valley full of dry bones. Somebody said, how can you have revival there? How can you have a move of God? Amen. Brother Davis looked out. Somebody said, he's got great faith. No, I'll tell you what he had. He had a relationship with God. And he said, Lord, you know. Amen. You know. I'll just stand with you. I'll just wait on you. I'll just talk with you. I want you to do it. Somebody praise the Lord. I want to try to put some of you on the inside track. Amen. Come on. It's a precious commodity. Amen. I want to try to put some of you, amen, on the inside. Amen. We talk about the brotherhood, but you can be here with us. We have some exploits in the Holy Ghost. There's some mothers of Zion in this house, amen, that can say, God, thou knowest. God, you know. Talk to me, God. Your all-night prayer meetings are not a one-way street. Amen. You can get down, amen, and all of a sudden, amen, the Holy Ghost starts talking to you. How many in this house knows what the voice of God sounds like? Now you got a little intimidated. I said you got a little intimidated. What's the voice of God sound like? Hallelujah. Oh, I feel like. Amen, to not approaching this subject. Amen. And just abandon some caution today. Because God wants to speak to you. We can say, well, he'll speak to me through the word. Yes, you're right. He'll, he'll speak to me through my pastor. Amen. 
Absolutely. Amen. He'll speak to me through my pastor. Amen. Amen. But God can be so close to you, amen, that you can hear the voice of God. As a 13-year-old boy, I got the Holy Ghost at 10, come right in and out of the world, didn't know my right hand from my left. Amen. Come on, just a little redneck from the trailer park. Amen. Living in an old metal trailer house. Amen. A little 10 by 40 or 50 trailer house. Amen. Did not have anything, amen, to speak of. But God called us out of darkness. Amen. Not just to set it, occupy a pew. Amen. He called us because there's something he wanted me to do. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. He didn't put me out preaching the first day. Amen. But I'll tell you what happened. Amen. As I began to love God, amen, I began to build that love for God. I heard the preacher, amen, oh, 1973, in December the 2nd, I come down an old-fashioned altar, and God filled me with the Holy Ghost. But let's fast forward just a few years, and I'm 13 years of age. Amen. It's summertime, hot Texas summer. Even most boys are in the air conditioning, or out playing ball, or riding their skateboards. But this boy, amen, I'm not bragging on myself, amen, but I'll tell you what I was doing. I was on my bike out there riding up and down the road amen talking to the Lord you know why God don't talk to you because you don't talk to him it's not hard to figure. Amen. If you've got closed lips, he'll close his mouth. But I was talking to him, and I was loving him up and down the road, and I was worshiping him. That sounds weird for a 13-year-old boy, even out there in the middle of the country. But I had a love for God, and all of a sudden, a voice, an audible voice spoke, I want you to preach my gospel. And I stopped that bicycle. And I looked around, and there was no one there. I would not lie in this sanctuary. And all of a sudden, this fear, and it was like chills. I don't know how else to explain it. All of a sudden, I understood, amen, that God was talking to me. Come on. I said, God was talking to me. If he'll talk to Samuel, he'll talk to you. I said, if he'll talk to his prophets, he'll talk to you. If he'll talk to this 13-year-old freckle-faced, wavy-haired boy, he'll talk to you. I want you to preach my gospel. Amen. When I heard that, I looked around, and all of a sudden, amen, it dawned in this old cranium that God was talking to me. I got back on that bike and I pedaled as fast as these little legs would, pass, would go and I'd say yes God, yes God yes God, I had no idea what it meant Amen. but I was beginning to understand there's a relationship I said there's a, there's a relationship, there's a voice of God, amen, if you're willing to hear it that's not the last time I've heard it just the other day, you can be seated just the other day, amen I had to preach a funeral I got a lot of people that come to that funeral that have gone to particular apostolic groups, churches, where they preach there's certain things you do that there's absolutely no hope of you going to heaven. If you transgress, amen. I'll just tell you what it is. I don't even care what you believe right now. It doesn't matter to me. Hallelujah. 
They said if you're a double married individual, you're going to go to hell. And there's a lot of churches, a lot of people that preach that. If you get married, you got you got divorced or remarried, amen, that you have absolutely positively no way to go to heaven. You're done. It's over with. And they're all coming to this funeral. And uh, Grandma had passed away. Not my grandma. We called her grandma in the church. I said, God, what do I say? What do I do? And I, I, I spent at least six hours in my office preparing a message for that funeral that next day. And at the end of that evening, I grabbed it all, I watered up and threw it in the trash can. I said, that's not it. <laughs> Praise God. Oh, that's not it. That's not it. And I finally said, i got to go home. I'll get some sleep. I, I'm, I'm exhausted. I'm worn out. I went to bed. No dreams, no visions, no voices of God. Amen. Amen. Got there. I went. I went, got up the next early morning, got up, I sat in front of the mirror, shaving this little ugly mug, and that's what you need to do, too. You need to keep that shit, shave it, amen, shave it, amen. I know it's ugly, but amen, we want to see it, amen, hallelujah. And got there, I was there shaving, I was shaving, I was there praying, I'm just, this is the way I do it, you know, it's not a, oh, thou God, I extol thee above, you know, I don't pray in the King James Version, you understand? I just talk to him like I'd talk to me or somebody else. I go, God, I don't know what, what to do. God, what do you want me to do? What can I say? That voice come one more time. Tell them what I said. Okay. I got to get my teeth brushed. Amen. I got to get, amen, what you said. I got to get back to the office. Amen. I got back to the office. Amen. I, I didn't go to Moses. Amen. I didn't go, and I know he is the word. Amen. But I began to go look up some red letter edition stuff. Amen. I wanted to find out what Jesus said. And guess what I found out? What Jesus said. He said, I say unto thee. Amen. When he's talking about blasphemy, he only blasphemed against the Holy Ghost. They were saying, Jesus cast out devils by the power of Beelzebub. But Jesus said, I say unto thee, all manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven men. How much? All manner of sin. Fornication, that's a manner. Amen. Adultery, that's a manner. Amen. All manner of sin shall. Not might, not maybe. Amen. It all shall. I'm going to tell you something you need to keep. Amen. Quit carrying this stuff around where you can have victory. If you come to an altar, you got baptized in Jesus' name, your sins are under the blood. Oh, that's what he said. Oh, I tell you, victory is in this house if you're willing to listen to the voice of God stop it stop saying I don't know if God will forgive me amen that's a lie from the pit of hell that didn't come from heaven all manner of sin amen shall be forgiven men amen hallelujah you say, well, that's blasphemy. Read what he said. All manner of sin and blasphemy shall be forgiven. Amen. Amen. Only the blasphemy against the Holy Ghost shall not be forgiven here. Amen. Or in heaven. I'm telling you what I've got today. I got a voice. I said, I got a voice. I got a voice. Oh, God, thou knowest. Thou knowest. We just need him to show us. 
and to tell us. Somebody praise God for a clear voice. That's what the, the truth church is about. It's a clear voice. I may have... I may have skewered your golden calf. I may have caused you amen, a lot of anxiety, but I'm here to tell you that's what Jesus said. That's what Jesus said. It may not be what somebody else told you, but that's what God, that you'll stand before him and give an account. And he said, I say unto you, amen. Oh, I want to hear that voice. I said, I want to hear that voice. How would I have known if he hadn't talked to me? I would have tried to put together a message. Amen. But oh, even that morning was a glorious morning. I saw some of those people that have been afflicted with false doctrine standing there with their mouths open because I put it in big letters on the wall. I said, you're going to argue with that? You're going to argue with his word? I got to get through here. But Jesus helped me. And our elder, he knew what the voice of God sounded like. He walked with him. He heard his voice. And God is no respecter of persons. He will never contradict that word. And I'll tell you what he will do. He's a friend that sticks closer than a brother. I talk to him all day long. I'm driving in the car. I'm walking, amen, where I'm at. I would say, Lord, I love you. I'm, God, you know what? I got this situation. People said, he's crazy. He's talking. To, I'm not talking to myself. Hey, amen. I'm talking to my friend. Let's take a closer than our brother. Hallelujah. Hey, amen. Oh, I believe he hears my prayer. Hey, amen. But I also believe he hears me when I speak to him. Yes, Praise God. Oh, God, thou knowest. Come on, let's lift our hands. I love the Lord here today. Just let that soak in. Just let that, amen, go ahead and let it soak. Go ahead and water that in with some prayer and worship right now. We'll move on if we need to, amen. But there's some things that God knows uh, that man don't know. Uh, there's a lot of things that are being said uh, that God didn't say. Uh, I want to know what does say the word of the Lord. I'm not advocating divorce and remarriage, uh, not in your life. Uh, but what happens when it happens to us? Uh, are we going to throw them out and just send them to hell? I believe we've got a God who could save to the utmost. Uh, I, amen. He said, I come to seek and save, amen, not just the perfect or the near perfect, but that which is lost. <laughs> That's what he said. God, show me. What did you show me? That's why we had revival. Because we've seen some of the most vile, messed up people walk through those doors. And the old elder, amen. Can these bones live? Oh, God. Thou knowest. Everybody else is judging. Oh, uh, yeah, uh. Not the elder. That's how we had revival. That's how we filled the church. Because when they walked in, Amen. You wouldn't give it a nickel for him. Amen. But God had a man of God that stood up and said, Whew, 
Amen. Amen. Man looks on the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. God, thou knowest. Thou knowest. Amen. Come on. We need to be sensitive. Come on. Let's go ahead. Can you feel the tumblers moving here tonight? God, thou knowest. I'm just preaching a message tonight that I feel like God dealt with me, but we need to get a little closer to the truth. Amen. I want the church filled in the capacity. Yes, I do. And I even believe that's the will of God. He's not willing that any should perish. That means we got a big field. That means we got a big job, but we got to quit watching people walk into the sanctuary and say, huh, what's God going to do with that? No, you just get something new in your vocabulary. Can they be saved? Can these dry bones live? Oh, Lord God, thou knowest. I'm going to have revival at Landmark Apostolic Pentecostal Church. Amen. I said, I'm going to have revival. How do you know? Because I've been talking to God about it. Amen. God's sending them. Amen. You can be seated tonight. Amen. I'm going to go just a little bit further. Amen. Hallelujah. I still have, amen, my little safety net. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, glory to God. You didn't, you didn't say glory or hallelujah or amen about that. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. It's his fault. Amen. It's his fault. Hallelujah. God asked Ezekiel the most, I guess, the all-important question there in verse number 3. Ezekiel 37 and 3. Amen. Can you put it up on the board? Amen. On the wall for me. Hallelujah. He said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? Who's asking the question? You know, it's usually us asking God stuff. But the conversation switched. God's now asking the man. I'm going to make my petitions known, but God's got a petition. He wants to know. He's asking you something tonight. Hallelujah. Brother Mullins, can we pray somebody else through the Holy Ghost tonight? Can we? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Hallelujah. Well, glory to God. Brother Moore, you're going to go home this week. Amen. You're going to find all kinds of devils all the way there. Amen. But when you get home, amen, can those bones live? Yes, they can. The Lord knows, doesn't he? The Lord knows. Amen. Come on. You know what we got to have tonight? We need that sensitivity. That's what our elder had. Amen. He didn't judge things. Amen. By what he saw on the outside. Amen. When he had this, this, this uncanny inability, somebody called. No, it wasn't uncanny ability. He just had a walk. I said he just had a closeness. Amen. With a Savior. I know I might as well be preaching about aliens and even spaceships some of you because you don't know what I'm talking about. But if I can get through to some here tonight, it will revolutionize even the way this church even thinks about souls and the miracle working power of God. I got cancer. Can God cure cancer? Amen. God is looking at you. He's asking you a question. Son of man, amen. Can I heal cancer? Son of man, amen. Can I heal lupus? Son of man, can I put a marriage back together? Son of man, amen. Can I save your children? Son of man, I got a question. 
You gotta have the right answer. You can't waffle on this. You can't back up. Amen. And ponder and give a year or two to answer. God's looking for an answer. Amen. From you. He knows your heart, but he wants it to come from your lips. From from the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Amen. Can they? Can they? Can they? Well, what do you see? I see very many bones. What do you see? I see they're very dry. Then I got a question for your church. I got a question. Amen. Can we have exploits? Amen. Can we have a, a move of the Spirit? I got a question. Amen. Can these bones live? Son of Adam, son of man, you're looking through the natural eyes of created humanity with a God-given reasoning ability. Amen. There might have been a time when old Ezekiel, amen, might have answered, no, I don't know. I'm not sure. Amen. I don't know what could happen. I have no idea. Oh, but this man was a man that already had a walk with God. That's why tuning up and prayer before church, that's why having a, a prayer life outside of the building. That's why having a walk with God, amen, is going to get you into this place. <laughs> oh, they're so dry. They're so dry. I, I know, God, they're dry. Maybe, maybe, maybe so, maybe no. I don't know. Amen, but that's not what he said. You know, I watch as men begin to, especially men of God, get a little older. Amen. They seem to be a little less quick with their answers. Because in their youth, amen, amen, young people, young preachers seem they're more uneducated. Amen. When it comes to uh, their their reverence and, and devotion and expectation when it comes to God. They're quick on, they're quick, uh, amen, to, amen, to speculate, amen, but they haven't had that time, to, amen, to walk with God, and, amen, so they, they see a situation, hey, can that happen, can God do this, uh, well, I sure hope he can, well, I think he can, uh, no, you know God, see, this is the difference. I don't know if I, can, if I can get this across, if I can use the right language tonight to get this across, but it's not what you think. I said it's not, uh, amen, in your answer, it's going to be in your faith. It's going to be in your trust. This is what we talk about, a man having faith. Uh, amen. So what I think you can, that's not the right answer. Well, God, I believe you can. That's still not the right answer. Amen. God, uh, you're in control. Uh, God, if I don't I don't sit here, amen, amen, as the ruler of the universe, uh, but you know all things. Uh, God, thou knowest. <laughs> amen. There's something to be calculated, added in to the, amen, and there are possibilities that you can't see right now. I'm not going to be much longer. Go ahead and be seated for a second. This old prophet had been trained. He'd been schooled, not with the eloquence of speech, but with the eloquence of hesitation. 
What do you mean, Brother Riley? Look at that Ezekiel 37. Look back up there at verse number 3. Amen. Amen. And he said, and I answered, O Lord God, come. O Lord God. I know who I'm talking to. Do you know who you're talking to today? You walk around prayer meeting, Almighty oh, God, Mighty God, Almighty oh, God, Almighty oh, God, Almighty oh, God. Oh Lord, oh Jesus, Almighty oh, God, oh. You're not praying. I said that's not prayer. Hallelujah, Hallelujah. I said, not, what's your name? Kaiser. Stand up here. You know what? Let's walk and talk a little bit. You ready? All right, all right. Oh, Kaiser, oh, Kaiser. I'm going to tell you something. Oh, Kaiser, oh, Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser, you're tall. Oh, Kaiser. Amen. You got a big nose. Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser, oh, Kaiser. Amen. Oh, Kaiser. A strong Kaiser. Long, lanky, lean Kaiser. Amen. Taller than me, Kaiser. Oh, Kaiser, Kaiser. We didn't get anything accomplished, did we? Kaiser, Woo. Well, now we're having conversation. Oh, Lord God, he paused. See, the flesh is quick. Just get up and say, oh, Lord God, you know, I don't know. And you start filling in stuff. I want you to stop and wait and think and and, and bring the words to bear, even that God is ready to hear. He's ready to answer. Hallelujah. Amen. It's not going to be even some big flowery speech. Amen. Ordained. Amen. With the angels flying over and said, holy, holy. Amen. No, your words aren't holy. It's just, Lord, oh, God, you're my God. Thou knowest. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Your mom, amen. Is your mom here today? Where's she at? Amen. Oh, that's your mom. Amen. Kaiser, clean your room. There was a pause there. Amen. It wasn't much, but you had a little one. Amen. Amen. She, she, gave, she caught your attention, and then she gave you the command. Hallelujah. Amen. She told you what she was expecting. Can I tell you, your prayers don't have to be long and drawn out, but with faith. Amen. I said with trust. Oh, God, thou knowest. Hallelujah. I don't know how you feel about Kansas City. They're preparing, I understand. Amen. In 2023, they're talking about having a World Cup soccer meet. They say that every motel in the whole city is probably going to be even full up. But I tell you, what we're going to do, we're going to get back here for sore conference. Even we're going to have a move of the Spirit. Even how do you know? I don't know, but God knows. He knows how to work a plan for his children. He says it's a small thing. No, it's not. It's the will of God. Oh, Lord, thou knowest. Hallelujah. Some of you have got the gift of gap. Oh, Lord, let me just tell you what I think about. You know what? 
That's what youth does. They don't, when it comes to a pause, they don't know how to wait on God. They don't have to stand and let God talk to them. Amen. They want to go. Amen. They want to run. They never stand still. They never wait. They don't listen. Amen. Come on, I'm telling you. Amen. You'd have things a whole lot different. You'd have your miracle if you just stand and trust God. That's how. And you said pastor would go down and he would lay hands on people praying through. How did it happen? Amen. Can God fill that person with the Holy Ghost? Oh, Lord God, thou knowest. Wasn't a whole lot of fanfare. Wasn't a whole lot. Now, let me tell you what you ought to do now. Let's, let's get a few things straight. Amen. Amen. Are you ready to start tithing and live for God? You ready to, No, they didn't give them the fifth degree. You, you want the Holy Ghost? Well, there he goes. You ready, want the Holy Ghost? You do? Good. Amen. Ask God to forgive you all your sins. Ask God to wash your heart. Let God know you'll live for him. Tell him. Tell him. No, no, not, don't tell him. You tell him. Tell him from your heart. Let it, let it come from your lips. God, I'll live for you all, all my life. Give it all to you. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to lay hands on you. You're going to get the Holy Ghost. You're going to start speaking in tongues. Let it go. It's going to come right now in the name of Jesus. How did he do that? Before he ever stepped down those steps. He'd look at those people, and the devil said, there ain't no way they're going to get the Holy Ghost. Flesh is saying, what do you think about that one? Hey, remember James E. David said, oh, Lord God, thou knowest. Thou knowest. Hallelujah. You try the heart. You try the reins of the heart. Thou knowest. And if that person was ready, amen, it didn't take but a few moments, and all of a sudden, amen, they begin to speak in another tongue. It can happen here tonight. You don't have to be a chronic seeker. Amen. What you need today is just... Just get ready to receive that, that baptism of the Holy Ghost. Praise God, O oh Lord, thou knowest. This was the kind of answer that my pastor, amen, learned, my teacher. Amen, the answer that I heard and I learned from him. O oh Lord God, thou knowest, thou knowest. Hallelujah. Brother Davis, do you think, uh, amen, God's going to do this? You know, he'd say, you know, well, you never can tell. Let's just see what God will do. God knows. That's what he'd say. Well, you never can tell. Had some backsliders so beat up, tore up, amen, under so much condemnation. Let me tell you what. Condemnation does not belong in the church. There's a difference between condemnation and conviction. When you condemn a house, you're going to tear it down. But if there's a conviction, amen, you're going to restore it. Well, glory to God. Let me just throw that in there right now one more time. Amen. We got a lot of preachers that want to condemn people. They're out of the will of God. There needs to be some conviction where there's a chance, a hope. Amen. Amen. Let God know that I'm ready to change. I am ready, amen, to have a change in life. <laughs> Woo. What do you think? What do you think? Here they come. I mean, they got more paint on than a billboard. Amen. amen. It's thicker than a 64 Pontiac. Amen. They've got, amen, they, they, their hair's different colors. They got piercings in their body. Amen. Amen. They drink a, 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 a bottle of water. Amen. They look like a sprinkler system. Amen. Come on. They're tattooed from head to toe. They're walking in with spiky hair. I mean, we're looking at them. My goodness. What do you say about those people when they walk out? You've already formed your opinion. 
but this church will get full and will have revival when we quit looking at the exterior and we said, oh Lord God, thou knowest. I see him in the pool. That's what I see. I see him down in Jesus' name. That's what I see. I see my backslidden kids. Amen. Down here in the altar. That's what I see. Amen. How do you see it? Because that's what God sees. I've been having a little talk with Jesus. It's not just a Sunday morning song, but I've been walking and talking with him. Hallelujah. You never can tell what God can do. I told these kids that had come and made a mess of their life. Amen. They had, he had, she had her kids. He had his kids. Now they had their kid. And they come. Amen. Backsliders come to the house of God. And they say, we've just been told that there's no hope. And I said, I tell you, if you stay out there, you're going to die. But who knows? Come throw yourself on God's altar. And maybe God will have mercy. I'd rather take my chances, if that's what you want to call it, at an old-fashioned altar than out there in the world. I'm going to go to hell and hell. You know what they did? They come and laid on the altar, and God renewed them in the Holy Ghost, and they got that precious little baby, and I'm going to be dedicating that baby to God. You said, you can't do this. Hide and watch. I said, hide and watch. <laughs> Can God renew them, fill them? That's God's business. He knows. They're dry, 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 dry. Oh, God, they're dry. Amen. I promise I'll be through. Amen. I'll get out a real bent here today. Hallelujah. I'm going to bring this scripture to you. Go be seated one more time. How much time do I got? Where are we going to eat? Amen. Where are we going to eat? Amen. Going to Austin's. All right. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> if they close... Amen. We'll pull out our teeth and go to Waffle House. Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Psalm 78 and 40. Please put that up on the, on the wall. I try to say screen. We got a screen. And I've only never had that before. You know, honestly, our pastor never had drums. Church. I just sit on one side and beat the fire of that tambourine. About broke my hand one time. Try to beat that tambourine. Try to have a little bit of percussion in the church. How's it play? I still play. Got the church. I played the organ. Somebody got an organ player. Got a piano. The piano player took over. I got over. Start playing my guitar. I wanted a guitar player. I got some drums. Amen. The guitar. The drums. People took over. Amen. I'm gonna get a comb. That's what I'm getting next. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Got my tambourine out. Now I got three or four. I preach one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one tambourine. Amen. Hallelujah. 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 Uh, just trying to keep your attention. Amen. Psalm 78 and 40. How often they provoke him in the wilderness. This is not a new scripture, but I want you to see this. There's a couple things I want to, I want to not pull out of it, but I want to point your attention to. Amen. How often they provoke him? I wonder how many times we provoke God. Not me. It's always sister so-and-so. No, it's you. It is definitely you. Grieve him in the desert. Yea, they turned back and tempted God and limited 
the Holy One to be found. <laughs> now, I used to own on heating, air conditioning, refrigeration business. I had commercial industrial refrigeration and everything about that. I, I had two years of auto mechanic, 1,040 hours of auto mechanic training. Even though I won't work on your car, and I will not come by and fill up your air conditioner with Freon after church. I will not do it, all right? Amen. But I'll tell you what, even everything about those systems, there's a limit switch. There's always a limit. Thermostats have limits. Everything has limits. It reaches a certain temperature, a certain pressure, and the thing kicks off. A lot of times that's a problem. God is ready to take this thing up, and we turn him off. I don't. That doesn't work. I don't feel like it. Oh, God, God's ready. He's ready. He is ready to fill that young man right there with the Holy Ghost this morning. Oh, where are we going to get? Uh, you know what I did at our church? Amen. I had a man sitting back here, uh, right about here, right about here in our church. Uh, amen. And, you know, he couldn't tithe. You know why he couldn't tithe? Because he was spending all of his money on chiropractors. Why is that? Because every time I'd get to preaching, he kept turning around and looking at the clock on the wall. He couldn't give an offering because it's all going to the doctor. He kept turning around. Amen. Finally, I had enough of that. I said, hey, give me an usher up here. Go grab me that clock on the wall. Amen. I went there. I grabbed it. I walked through the baptistry in the name of Jesus. I baptized that clock. Yeah, hallelujah. i tell you what you ought to do. If your cell phone keeps going off, leave it in the car. And if you don't want to do that, let me have it tonight. Amen. Put it out there. Uh, we'll put it on the altar or we'll baptize it. But somebody needs to take the limit switch. Uh, even off the move of the Holy Ghost. Uh, I, I got 30 minutes to give you, preacher. And after that, I'm shutting down. You've limited. Uh, amen. You put a cap. Uh, amen. On the miracles that God wanted to do. Oh, oh, I'm not far from done if there's any consolation, but I'm here to tell you, if God wants to take us uh, into another level, how many is willing to stay? How many is willing to pray? How many is willing even to be sensitive? Because God's got something powerful for you. Come on, in Bulk Springs, uh, sometimes the aftershock uh, was greater than the first earthquake. Uh, amen. Sometimes the after service uh, and people drifting out, and all of a sudden, uh, God went, whoo, and he moved in that sanctuary. And I'm telling you, we had even great moves of the Holy Ghost. Uh, we're talking about something that's real. But we got to take the limits. Amen. All. Amen. The next verses talk about how they did it. And I'm not going to go and read all this. It'd take a little bit of time. But roll on down, amen, to verse 56. 78, 56. Then they tempted and provoked the Most High, God, and kept not his testimonies, but turned back and dealt unfaithfully like their fathers. And they were turned aside like a deceitful bow. The Amplified Version said they turned back and acted unfaithfully like their fathers. They were twisted like a warped bow that will not respond to the archer's aim. 
Hallelujah. Amen. Like an archer that reaches back to the quiver and he pulls out a, an arrow and he lays it across that bow and he puts it in the string. Amen. But the bow, instead of being true, instead of being something they could use to align, even that arrow to the target, but the bow is twisted. Amen. Every time he pulls on it, it begins to pull one direction or the other. Amen. I'm telling you, friend, we can't have that kind of, amen, disunity in the church with this side. Amen. It's pulling against this side. I tell you what we need. Well, let's not limit what God does somehow, some way. If this church could get in one mind, in one accord, in this one place, we can't have a move of the Spirit like they did at Pentecost. But we are as undependable as a crooked bow. And when the archer is ready to fire, amen, God is ready to put an arrow, amen, straight into the heart of a sinner. But we do not yield, amen, to the hand of the archer. And we're like a crooked bow. We're deceitful, amen. And we do not yield and we stop. We thwart the move of the Holy Ghost. I want to have what we had in Box Springs. I'll tell you, we can. You know how we did it? We just said, he got the oil. He's got the oil. Amen. He's got, hey, 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 we're, we're going to have a move of God. We're going to have a miracle. God's going to do something great. <laughs> no matter how things seem on the circuit surface, don't deny God. His ability to work his wonderful way. Amen. Only the ignorant, self-worshipping minds draw boundaries and try to make God live within their lines and limits of what they believe is possible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I typed all this out on, on Tuesday night. Amen. Only God, amen, knows what we need. Uh, if they try to make God live within the lines uh, and the limits of what they think uh, is possible. Oh, you know why my pastor, amen, had such a mighty ministry? Because he believed uh, that God knew what he was doing. Uh, amen. God knew. I don't know if they can live, uh, but God knows. Uh, I said, God knows. God knows. Ezekiel 37 and 3. And I'm not at the conclusion, but I'm going to close with these next remarks. Go ahead and stand with me. Some of you already stand anyhow. Ezekiel 37 and 3. He said unto me, Son of man, can these bones live? I realize that many of us have only seen struggles as we try to build our churches. Been a whole missionary many years. But tonight I want to add a little comment to your speech. I want to put a little pause in your reaction. Instead of letting doubt, amen, have the first word. I want you to stop and think and listen to the word of God tonight. Oh, Lord, God, help us. I don't know what we're going to No, no. Oh, Lord, stop right there. Thou knowest. Thou knowest. Instead of blurting out what looks obvious. Instead of saying what you see and dividing Amen. The church congregation by your doubt. Amen. Instead of your opinions being derived on what you see on the exterior. Amen. I want to build a little hesitation tonight in your speech. And from your usual quick answer, well, I just don't know about that one. No. Thou knowest. This is how to have revival. 
Let's put it back in the hands of God. Hallelujah. Oh, Lord God, thou knowest. Thou knowest. It's not a no. I don't think it's ever going to happen. We're not going to say, God, it can't happen here. I don't think it can happen now, but maybe tomorrow, maybe never. No, that may be your typical answer, but it's time to take a pause. It's time to take a rest. It's time to let down. Amen. Get a little letter in the mailbox from you today and say, I'm done. Amen. Distrusting and being a deceitful God, you know, you know, you know, you know. You say, you can see it. What a mighty God we serve. You're not serving God. Even when you're down, it's making all the decisions. Even with what you see with your carnal eye, even it's, it's pulling the punches. God is in this house. He already knows what he can do, but he wants you to have faith. He wants to know what you see. And do you really believe in him? Praise God. Hallelujah. Can these bones live? All I know is this. Amen. That when God, amen, he begins to give this question, really the answer is in the question. They can live. I said they can live. Hey, hey, amen. Lord, you know they can live. Hallelujah. Amen. God's interrogating me. He's interrogating Ezekiel. Amen. But he's waking up this old prophet. Amen. He's waking up to see the undreamed beauty, a possibility. Amen. Never has it ever happened before but you know I've never heard of it happen in any other church but you know I've never seen it happen anywhere else in my life but you know what's in this city tonight that we're not seeing what's in this church that's unseen tonight too many people laugh and mock at what they cannot see they're fat and prosperous the sun's shining on their heart on their heads and so they don't believe they don't need to believe but the way of the unbeliever amen is contrary to the way of the dreamer amen and I can hear my pastor saying oh Lord you know James Davis can I turn this church let me just say something real quick amen it was not a cherry church when he got there Rebellion on every hand. Young people, amen, they took a, a, a lighter and burned a cross in the ceiling. Every time the elder would get up to preach, they would start marching out. Amen, they would nod. They were moving out, disrupting the service. Elder Davis one day said, okay, sit down. I said, sit down. They started to move. He said, all right, go ahead and get up and get ready to walk to the back. He said, but I want to, we'll see whose God is God. <laughs> they sit down. Good choice. Because they knew that he knew God. Something about him. You know, I mean, it wasn't his looks, his physique, his makeup. It wasn't his muscles. It wasn't in his eloquence. But something about the man you knew that he knew something about what God could do. Hallelujah. God, you know. I'm almost done tonight. Amen. I'm really at the tail end here. Amen. I'm not going to keep you standing long. Amen. But there's a vision that needs to come to pass right here in Olathe, Kansas. Amen. I said there's a vision that needs to come to pass. Hallelujah. There's a dream. Amen. Come on. I said there's a dream. Hallelujah. Amen. It's bigger. Amen. Than anything that you might think in your mind or see 
with your eyes. Amen. I want this church to rear back and let's let God say, even hear it from me, God, you know, you brought us here for a purpose. God, I'm here, even not by accident. There's a reason I'm here tonight. I know you could do it all by yourself, but you chose to use me. You chose to use a man. Hallelujah. Man, I need a word of prophecy. Let me tell you what prophecy here is not. We're not talking about a prediction. We're not talking about a prophecy. That means a forecast. Amen. Amen. The word of God came. It was a prophecy, which means, uh, amen, God wants you to speak on his behalf. Uh, hallelujah. He said, uh, he said, son of man, amen, speak, uh, amen, preach, uh, amen, to these dry bones, uh, amen, hear ye the word of the Lord, uh, amen, come on, it's not my word, but talk on my behalf. You know how that man, you said he just had a lot of faith. No, he was talking on behalf uh, of the Almighty. You're going to get the Holy Ghost. That's the connection. That's how it happened. It wasn't just because he had just drummed up a whole lot of hope, but he had a word from God. And when he spoke, it was on behalf of the world of God's word. Hear ye the word of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Come on. And they begin to come together. Hallelujah. Speak on my behalf. I tell you, preachers, when you stand behind a pulpit, don't give a sermon. Speak on his behalf. Don't give a forecast. We're going to have revival. There was a forecast. But get up and speak on behalf of the Lord God Almighty. If you can't do that, sit down. But if you can, if you got a word from God, preach. Preach the word. And God will cause breath, verse 5, to enter into you and you shall live. You shall live. You shall live. There's a right word for the times today. Look at verse 7. Put verse 7 up there. So I prophesied as I was commanded. <laughs> so I got to get me a message together. No, not forecast, not give a prediction, but speak on behalf of the Lord as you've been commanded. I know you're tired. Forgive me today. Amen. I've got you amen, up against the wall, but I'm here to tell you today, amen, the word of God is right today. It's right for this moment. Amen. And when he began to do what God commanded and prophesied, there was a noise. Amen. And behold, a shaking, and things begin to come together, bone to bone. I tell you what, we need to see today. Amen. Come on, we need some preaching. Amen. That's not just preaching. Amen. But it's a command, a word from God Almighty. I'll go to this church over here. They got a good preacher. Amen. But I want to know, amen, is it what God is saying? When he stands behind that pulpit, is he tickling your ears? Or is he standing as a delegate, amen, from God and saying, God's going to fill you. God's going to heal you. God, and he'll do it. Praise God. Come on, let's worship the Lord here today. I prophesied as I was commanded. We got to prophesy. Amen. We got to preach as we're commanded. 
Hallelujah. The valley's full of bones, many bones. Hallelujah. Somebody preach to the lifeless eyes. Somebody preach to the weary, broken hearts. Somebody preach in this city, even that is mammon driven and mammon cursed. Preach to the ignorant. Preach to those that have ambition. Preach to those that call themselves atheists. Preach to the rich who trust in uncertain riches. Preach even to those who say there is no God. Preach whatever God appoints you to preach. Even whatever field God has chosen for you. And do it with a glad heart and let God do the rest. There's a shaking even coming in your city I said there's a shaking coming in your city don't be weary don't look around and have caution even when God commands it just stand back and do it under the auspices and authority of the Holy Ghost Come on, somebody. I need some musicians up here tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Isaiah 55 and 11. Amen. So shall my word be that goeth forth out of my mouth, and it shall not return unto me void, but it shall accomplish that which I please, and it shall prosper in the things whereunto I send it. It's only a man's word, you say. If it's only a man's word, it'll go forth void. It'll return void and empty. But if it's God's word that's being preached as he commands, it cannot fail. It can't fail. You're looking at me. Some of you are looking at me like, what's he going to say next? I got nothing else to say to you. But somebody today has said, this is what I need. This is what I've been waiting to hear. I'm going home. I'm going home to my city. Amen. Call the name of your city out, Brother Moore. I'm going to Yukon. Call the name of your city out. Amen. Call the name of your city out. Kaufman. Amen. Call the name of your city out. Amen. Call the name of your city out. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Evangelist, all the cities that you go to. Amen. Praise God in Jesus' name. Amen. Come on. Amen. How many of you are from Olathe? Call the name of Olathe out. Amen. Amen. If you're from another city, amen, call the name of your city. That's the God called city that God has for you. Amen. Amen. Then when you get there, amen, get ready. I'm going back and I feel the breath of the Holy Ghost. There's an army standing already. There's a silhouette of a revival that's there. It looks Looks good, but they lack the breath. We're not done until we preach the breath of God. Amen. Into them. There's the move of the Spirit here for Olathe. Amen. I don't know where you're going next, but wherever you preach, preach the breath. Even the mind of the Holy Ghost. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. He commanded me. Amen. I, in verse 10, I prophesied as he commanded me, and breath came. And breath came. Amen. And they lived and they stood on their feet. That's all I want to see is a church on their feet. That's all God wants is a living, breathing, amen, church. Come on, gather around the front tonight. If this is what you believe today.
God will do the miracle. But your work today is to declare, God, I'm here because you're here. And I'm going to do what you command. And I'm going to preach, not as a weather forecast, but as in the auspices and authority of you. I say unto you, bones, come together. There are others that have the bones together. Amen. You don't start preaching the flesh. Amen. Those bones. And there are others that say, I need some breath. The wind of the Holy Ghost. Who is going to go home and limit, amen, their spiritual, amen, blessings of God? Who's going to let material things suggest what you want to have? Amen, I'm telling you, not me. There's a resurrection in Aranza's past. There's a miracle in Aranza's past. I'm not going to let doubt imprison me anymore. I'm not going to fear, amen, an unwise comparison. Well, amen, even begin to limit what I can have. I'm not going to let shattered lives and dry bones and fatal diseases and moral pandemics limit the Holy One of Israel. Preach Jesus. Tell him what Jesus said. Preach him. Preach hope. Preach faith. Amen. Believe it. That's it, Brother Hilton. God called you to be his instrument. Amen. Through you, there's going to come a rush, a surge of life, a resurrection of the body of Christ. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. You say, I'm not the pastor. You're the body of Christ. Come on, link arms with somebody. Amen. Let's get a hold. Amen. Of the word of God tonight. Can it happen in my city? Oh, Lord, thou knowest. Can it happen in my family? Oh, Lord, thou knowest. There's a revival here. Those aren't just words anymore. There's a shaking. There's a moving. There's a moving in this house. There's a shaking. Amen. Come on. It's already happened in your city, in your home. Oh, Lord, thou knowest. Has your body been disrupted by disease? Amen. Can these bones live? Oh, Lord, thou knowest. You got a bad diagnosis from the doctor. God, can I have a miracle? Oh, Lord, thou knowest. 